Welcome to the Branding for Abundance podcast. My name is Dr. TK. I am a licensed clinical psychologist and success coach. My goal on this podcast is to simply teach you how to proclaim your victory in your relationships, academic and career endeavors, business, money, and your mindset. Learn some simple tools and techniques to brand your life for abundance and live your epic lifestyle. Welcome back to the Branding for Abundance podcast. This is your host, Dr. TK, licensed clinical psychologist and number one branding and business coach for mental health professionals. So I want to welcome you back to the podcast episode if you are a returning listener and if you are new, then welcome. So my company name is Branding for Abundance and I am wholeheartedly focused on changing the lives of as many mental health professionals as possible by teaching them how to build profitable business frameworks, whether your goal is to grow your business, scale your business, leverage your time. And of course, all of that leads to success in your lifestyle to live life abundantly. So as we talk about living abundantly, I am still in Florida. I end up taking a few days away from home with my husband and uh, two other couples, which is actually our family. And we decided to come out and have, you know, a little bit of fun. And so right now I'm currently recording this podcast episode at the house in an Airbnb while they go get a table at a place because they actually went out somewhere where I did not want to go. And I'm going to meet up with them later. And so I am actually going to do do the next podcast episode and talk to you about what it was like to travel during this season. This was actually my first time getting on a flight in a little bit over a year. And so I definitely want to give some insight into that. I know that a lot of people have traveled. I have not, but I'm also choosing just of how I am traveling differently in this season. And I have been able to manifest things despite the season that we're living in. So today's topic is, is coaching an investment in my business? And so the question I really want you to think about is, is coaching coaching an investment or is it an expense? And I think that gets confusing because on our tax form, we clearly look at it as money going out. But the way that I want you to reframe it and look at it is, are you getting something back out of it? And anytime you do an investment in coaching, you should choose a program and a coach in which they've provided you with enough information where it's very clear what you're gonna get out of the program. And so I wanna help you today decide how to look at coaching being an investment in your business, okay? So the first thing I want you to think about is what is the outcome that you desire, for example, for a private practice, for another stream of income, to be a speaker, to have a group practice, to have an online store? What is your desired outcome? And some of the things that I help my clients flush through is thinking about your ideal schedule, your ideal clients, your monthly or yearly revenue. And then, you know, do you want to build a team? Which I hope the answer is yes, because otherwise you're going to be doing everything by yourself. So when you think about the outcome, you really want to have a picture of what your life will look like as your business grows over time. Secondly is what has been your progress to accomplish that goal in your business right now or your private practice? So have you made a plan for the incremental steps? So for example, um, when I first started my private practice, I stated that I wanted to make my first 10K month on my own, not with combining my job income, but just straight up, you know, um, gross, of course, not net. I wanted to see myself make $10,000. And so the, you know, the first couple of months I was in private practice, I was making a couple of hundred dollars. Then I scaled that up to, you know, 2,000 and then 5,000. And then it skipped from 5,000 to 10,000, but it was primarily because I increased my rates 
I got very strict on who my targeted audience was. And I did a very good job, word of mouth, of spreading my private practice around the neighborhood and the city. And then of course, my clients at the time helped because I received a lot of word of mouth referrals from my previous clients. So now that you have your incremental steps, how do you measure your plan? Do you look at your information, you know, every once in a while when you feel like it, only when you get your bank statements, do you actually open up your bank statements? Do you make corrections? Because sometimes we see something wrong in our system, but we don't go back and fix it. You just act like it's not there. Guess what? The more and more you grow, whether it's client served or revenue gross, you're actually going to take not just that problem with you, but another level of a problem with you. And the reason why some individuals, you know, scale their businesses up so high, but then you realize when you talk to them that it feels like they have the same problems, it's because they do. That is problematic. Thirdly, another thing you want to think about is what do you need help with to either fix your private practice or mental health business or move to the next level? So are you not sure where to start to build a profitable private practice? Are you not sure what the definition of growth means for your business? Are you not sure how to hire and who to hire and when to hire them? Maybe you don't know how to train them. Maybe you're not sure of the tools you need to be in place for your business to run efficiently because that is very, very important. Our businesses can be automated outside of us providing the therapeutic services if you learn what systems you need. That's where coaching would come in because we would share the systems that we've used, that we've tried, and then you can make a decision. Maybe you're not sure what needs to be done outside of just seeing clients and doing your paperwork. You may not even understand the logistics of being able to predict your income for 12 months, okay? So that's about fixing things in your business. Now, another category is what do you need to learn to become a better business owner? So do you understand your numbers and how to predict your income over the next year? Do you know how to market maybe to your ideal clients? Do you know how to turn your service into digital or physical products? Like, do you actually know how to flip one product into multiple streams of income? Do you know how to leverage your skill set as the expert? So I may be the expert at serving couples. Now I'm going to host couples online workshops. Then I'm going to write a couple's book. Then I'm going to host a couple's retreat. I am known as the expert in that particular area. And then also you want to ask yourself, what mindset shifts do you need for your business to grow? So are you preventing yourself from growth? Are you standing in the way? There's been plenty of opportunities and people that will help you, even if you have to pay and you've chosen to say, no, I'm cool. I'm just going to look it up on my own. I'm going to go talk to some of my other therapist friends. And my question to you is really how much growth have your therapist friends had? Now, if they've had a lot of growth, then that's great, but that also means that you shouldn't be in the position that you're in now unless you are scared to ask for help. But if you don't have a circle, then again, that's where the Dope Therapist Academy, for example, will come in. Um, do you not feel worthy to increase your prices? Because looking at the times, your business is a business. Look at how much rent used to cost, like for a therapy office, right? So every year, if you read your leases, if you don't own the building, they will increase your lease up to 3% to match the rate of inflation in your particular area. So are you not doing the same for your business to run? Because some therapists never raise their rates and that is not okay. Um, do you put money blocks onto your clients, meaning you say that they can't afford services? And unfortunately, what you're doing is you're putting out there in the atmosphere that people cannot afford your services and then wonder why people are not magically sent to you and why they are going to someone else. You cause that with your energetic flow. 
Um, do you believe that you are a business owner? Again, this is you. If you don't know if you're a business owner or not, or you can't even claim the title, then we probably need to start with some mindset shift work first because you don't even believe that you are worthy to have a business. And then lastly, are you trying to grow a business alone? How much time are you actually spending online learning how to teach yourself how to grow a profitable business? business. Think about it over the last 30 days, whether it was mine or how many podcasts or YouTube videos have you watched? How many people have you reached out to? How many Facebook posts have you commented on and went into the rabbit hole in terms of learning how to do something different in your business when the Dope Therapist Academy can teach you this in less than 60 days? You know, so have you worked with a business coach? that is unable to help you grow specifically like a therapy business, because I know that that's been an issue for a lot of my current clients. So what has happened over time is when I get in new students, I will ask them, you know, where did you learn about me and my services or my products? A lot of them will say social media, but okay, how did you find me on social media? Did I just pop up? Did somebody tag you? Like, what was it? And once we start talking, I found that not a lot, but a good amount of therapists had actually worked with a previous business coach in particular areas, but they never specifically talked about their business as a therapy business. And we all know that we have different ethical guidelines that will not allow us to do certain things, okay? And we walk a very thin line if you start to mix therapy and coaching you know, under your umbrella of your business. And again, a business coach doesn't know that you have to be careful to mix the two. Um, have you been told how to implement things in your business, but doesn't even apply to your mental health field? Kind of what I just said, because you hired a generalist coach. And are you trying to do everything in your company by yourself, such as maybe secretarial duties, credentialing, marketing, branding, copywriting, social media, and so much more. So the purpose of this podcast episode, I know it was a lot of questions, but the purpose of this podcast episode was to highlight why coaching is an investment versus an expense. Now, granted, I am not a tax professional, very big and red disclaimer, okay? However, I write off me being a student in my coaching programs because it is an investment in my business for me to be a better business owner, to have better business systems, to bring in more revenue to the business, Okay, so you have to talk to your tax professional or your CPA about that. The services that you are receiving in order for it to be a write off, though, this is online ready for you to read, um, is that the services you are receiving will help you improve your business. So you just have to find the right coach. You just can't willy nilly it and say, oh, I want to write off stuff so I can have write offs. No, you have to be able to show that it's actually helping you build your business to more profits, not to become a larger nonprofit. And let's that's your thing. Okay. So if you need help in any of these areas that I talked about um, that was highlighted in this podcast, such as what is your outcome? What do you visualize for your ideal business or your private practice? Um, what has been your progress to accomplish your goals in your business? What do you need help with or to fix in your business to make it to the next level? What do you need to learn to become a better business owner? Um, what mind shifts do you need for business growth? And then of course, are you trying to grow your business alone? So if this episode triggers something in you because this episode was not educational like my other ones, but it was more about pushing the button a little bit further than I've done in my other podcast episodes to show you that maybe the way that you're looking at coaching as an expense is all wrong, which is probably why you can't pull the trigger to invest in something which is you first and your business, not me. 
you're not investing in Dr. TK. You're investing in the transformation that Dr. TK will help you get in your business. And again, that's a reframe within itself because some individuals may start counting the coach's pockets. Like, I don't want to pay this to help them live abundantly. If you ever found yourself saying that, you really want to check where your mind is because your mind isn't even on you. It isn't even on your success. So if you are pre-licensed or licensed, but pre-licensed meaning you're very close or during the season if you're able to, for example, open up a private practice, or maybe you don't have a private practice, but you want one, or you have a season practice, but you need to rebrand it because you don't have any type of infrastructure. You just really see your clients do your progress and those and go to sleep, right? If your goal is to grow, then you definitely want to check out the Academy. And so I'm talking about the Academy um, a lot in the last few episodes, specifically because we just wrapped up a launch. So the course is not even open right now. But I've realized that even when the students came to our first live coaching call this weekend, they were very clear and very excited, actually, of the information that they were learning. They actually, I believe, were happy that I delivered more than what they thought they were going to get. And they just could not believe what they have been missing this whole time. But I want you, if you choose to, for example, check out the Academy in the next cohort, I want you to be very clear on why you are making the decision to invest in yourself and your business versus just only watching the testimonials and making your decision off that. Testimonials weigh very heavy, but at the end of the day, you have to look at yourself and see what kind of work are you going to put in to grow your own business, okay? So I really hope that you enjoyed this episode. If you know of any other mental health providers, please share this podcast episode with them. Of course, if you know other individuals that have a private practice, please share this with them as well. One of the things that I am making very clear because it's come across like my table per se in that some clinicians, and this will be like a whole nother level of podcast episodes in the future, but some individuals have gotten the wrong picture of my programs and they think that it's only for minority clinicians, specifically African-Americans. And I have never said that my programs are cut off to anyone who is not black. And you know how transparent I am. So I will dedicate a whole podcast episode or a few to this particular topic because my mission has not changed which is to, again, reach and teach as many mental health providers as I possibly and humanly can. But I never put a cold block, but what I think happens naturally due to perception and social psychology is that you get excited when you see someone who looks like you. You get excited when that person who looks like you also is very successful and that they started maybe where you're at right now. So why not learn from that person, which is how I was able to build a lot of my programs for mental health providers that just so happen to be black brown or Asian American, but that doesn't mean that I'm closed off to other cultures. And so please note, there will be dedicated podcast episodes to this particular topic because I want to use my platform to break the stigma of some individuals that may see my information. I'm not sure. I haven't talked to them, you know, but I don't want it to be where someone who is not black sees my information or maybe is forwarded my information. But when they go to my website or they go to my social media, they may only see black people that are testimonials. But guess what? We use what we have. So I'm going to dedicate a whole podcast episode to that. But I wanted to mention that at the end, because if you have non-black, if you're black, (laughs) listening to this, mental health professionals that you believe my information will help them, then please do not withhold that information, because I'm not sure what some people are doing 
but I do know that it's deeper than what I'm talking about right now. And I'm going to go deeper on a future podcast episode. So stay tuned. Okay. So share this episode with as many mental health providers as you can. If you want to go above and beyond and tell me what your biggest takeaway was at any point of this podcast episode, then take a snapshot of this episode and log it on to your stories um, on Instagram and tag me at Dr. TK Psych. I will see you engage with me because I cannot see you in this podcast, but I would love to see your face on Instagram. So I will see you in the next episode. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast episode today. I am super excited to see your growth in your business, career, money, and relationships. Be sure to check me out on Instagram at Dr. TK Psych, where you can find daily inspiration and tips to live your abundant lifestyle. 